welcome back. Welcome back. Part two. Part two. Witchcraft. Witchcraft. Jumping right in. Yeah. I mean, we had so much material, we had to decide to continue uh, for day two. But before we do that, shout out to our sponsors, Matthew Movement. Visit MatthewMovement.com for clothing. Check them out. Uh, Wear what you believe. Uh, We are proof beyond reason. Check us out. If you're listening to us, you're clearly listening either on YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud. We have a Facebook account. You can reach out to us. Uh, Now we have Instagram. Instagram now. So you'll be seeing a lot of us. We'll be posting up videos behind the scenes. How we do things. I'm excited about that. And as we develop that and we start to push things through Instagram, we will eventually get into some live episodes. Instagram live, YouTube live, all in the same time. All that. Everything. Just just have different cameras set up. Just got to make it happen. Uh, And then hopefully we hear from you and get questions. If you have questions, if you want to be... A sponsor for future for future episodes or whatever it is, you just email us uh, proofbeyondreason at gmail dot com. Did you know on Friday is Friday the thirteenth? Really? Friday is my father's 13th. birthday. I have to get something. Oof. Yeah, get him. I don't know. You can get him the thirteenth. A Bible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get him a Jason mask. Just a hockey mask. But Friday the 13th, apparently it's considered unlucky. I'm on a website called Project Britain. And it kind of breaks down some things about the number 13 and why some people declare Friday the 13th unlucky. So, I mean, there's a lot of things here that talk about. So, it's a, it's a superstition. Uh, witches' coven consists of 13 members. That's one of the consistencies. Uh, tarot card number for the death card is 13 and is depicted by the Grim Reaper. Um, let's see. There are 13 knots in a hangman's noose, apparently, according to the website. 13 feet in which the guillotine blade falls. So those who were guillotined back in the day, their heads would go on the mountain and they would release and it would fall 13 feet. Um, there are different other things here that talk about the 13th. It says um, there were, in the Christian faith, apparently there were 13 uh, people at the Last Supper. At the Last Supper, there were 13 people, including the traitor Judas and, and obviously Jesus. So uh, You can even go conspiracy route 13 colonies. 13 colonies of the U.S. Look at that. 13 stripes in the flag. A lot of a lot of thirteens don't be thrown around, 13s, and I mean the reason why Mike is saying this at the moment is because, like we talked about last week, uh, witchcraft deals with a lot of symbolism. So numerology is something big in witchcraft. Yep, the uh, thirteen is considered one of their prime numbers. Eleven being the case as well. Nine being the perfect equated magical number. Seven we all know it as holy. Six as the number of the beast or dragon and then five the number of man in perfect unison that's why they have the pentagram you mentioned also the 33 33 yes 33 is declared the even number where it's going to be easily divisible by 99 66 so you'll have three but if you have two combinations of three which would be 33 you are considered the master level that's why we see in freemasonry 33 degree or in witchcraft, thirty-third degree of uh, the Golden Dawn and stuff like that. And and you know when you when you think about when you talk about the mark of the beast and stuff, you know being being the three sixes just giving that much more um, pizzazz, if you will, to the you know to the number, yeah. more emphasis on hey, this is it, you know, and it kind of falls in line with the language and the time when you say things in 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 repetition. So when you say God is holy, and you affirm it with, well, God is holy, holy, but then you establish it, and you make it a staple when you say God is holy, 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 and in that, in that time period, in that part of the world, that's really, you're putting heavy emphasis on whatever term or number you're wanting to say, this is, this is it, you know, and, and we see that when Jesus is addressing 
uh, when he's when he's you know saying truly truly I say to you yep. says it twice he says truly instead of saying truly I say to you he says no truly truly I say to you uh, so he's making it that much more of an affirmation statement but the only time you see the three the repetition of three is when you hear holy 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 so there is this sense of um, of, of the numerology not 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 to be confused with the Christian faith follows numerology, but there is the sense that um, from language, the repetition gives extra emphasis. But in witchcraft, they take the numbers uh, and, in, and in Freemasonry and all these other uh, cults, they take the numbers and they use the numerology as a, as a means of, of specific emphasis. And not only emphasis, even talking about what we did uh, last week about the, the Magi. The, the, yeah. the magi they went they were known or at the time what magi used to study was astronomy and numerology and they had the date and the location precisely where the king was going to be born wow that's true and that's something we don't really talk about in the church like they were magi meaning they were not believers they were not of a religion they were just people that studied the ancient arts witchcraft and all that uh stuff at the time astrology and yep. those kinds of things that's interesting um yeah that is super interesting dang it makes you think always and, and it's not necessary it's not even because we already talked about last week mm-hmm. that it's it's not something that god condones but mm-hmm. you know when we look at scripture we see this theme in which the things that man or is using with the intent for evil or with the intent of of self gratification or self promotion god can use it and will use it for good and to point back to himself because ultimately everything belongs to him mm-hmm. numbers belong to him the stars belong to him we belong to him and we can take it and we can make it we can pervert it yep but that doesn't mean that he can't still use our perversion to point back to his glory mm-hmm. and to use it for the benefit of the people. So like in this case, uh, the story of Joseph in Genesis where Joseph's brothers sold him into slavery. And, and you know, Joseph went through this time period where, you know, again, he's in slavery, but he worked his way or, or found favor with those who were in 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 leadership around him and uh and eventually you know the story goes that there was a a need and it so happens that joseph was was basically the right hand man of leadership and so people turn to joseph and joseph is the man now and you know ultimately we we see here where uh in genesis 50 verse 20 it says as for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good to bring about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. So do not fear. I will provide for you and your little ones. Thus, he comforted them and spoke kindly to them. In spite of the fact that they did him wrong, in spite of the fact that what they did was intended for evil, self-worship, self-gratification, probably even you know, uh, in some cases, there might be scenarios where people are doing things for a, a sacrificial purpose in order to obtain some kind of power or what have you. God can use and 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 should he choose to, he will use particular instances for his glory alone, generally for the benefit of those who love him. And, and it is also explicitly stated in Romans that, you know, uh, all things work uh, for good for those who love him even in in the things that seem evil so right there where you said the magi we don't know their intent we don't know their heart as to why it happened all we know is that god says do not practice these things they practice those things but god used that to point back to himself so that they came seeking him exactly so that anyone who's around they're like oh these magi they we know them they have great reputation but God used it for his glory. And they worshiped him after. They they worshiped Jesus. So there, there is that that that, un, <clears throat> that understanding. 
that is very important to uh, to note. Now, I've had people debate with me saying, uh, then if God uses those type of things, does God allow magic in a sense? And something that I read in my Bible, it's a Bible study. Uh, shout out to those people that do make uh, the English Standard Version, the Life Application Study Bible. Shout out to them. Uh, it says, Witchcraft is Satan's realm and is derived from demonic power, seen in an example of the magicians during the Pharaoh and Moses, where they performed the same miracles. So just like we talked about, uh, you had Moses come around. He was performing all this. He turned the staff, or God turned the staff, into a snake. And then you see the, the Pharaoh's people, magicians at the time, they did the same thing. But yet, I like seeing the illustration that from the movie even though it was just a movie i like seeing it because it also talks about it in scripture showing the supremacy of god which was you have a cobra in the movie prince of egypt i don't know if you saw that movie mike the cartoon the cartoon movie yes. i have it right now i'll put it on right now for <laughs> you man we have the cobra and then the magicians they each uh, i think it was two guys they they did two snakes of their own and then the cobra behind the scenes, and while you're seeing everything that Moses is talking to the Pharaoh, you see the cobra devour it and then slowly go back to Moses and turn back into a staff. That's right. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. And I've had people always saying, oh, look, uh, God allows magic. But the funny thing is, he is God. He could do anything. What we might consider magic only because we don't know what it is, God, to God, is just like creation. He'll just create it and uncreate it if he wants to. That's the crazy thing about it. And the thing we have to realize is something that they also noted um, in the study Bible, which was any practice that doubles in a power source other than God is witchcraft. Mm. So, I mean, it gets you to think. That You're diving into something other than him. Yep. And, uh, and, and some people I know, and, and even you come across different circles of people where... Um, there's this weird vibe, and I kind of mentioned it before, where it's like I'm praying to God. And I think the practice happens, and, and this is in no way to say that Catholics do or practice these things. But it there has been, it's been a common place for, for there to be this weird association where witchcraft is found amongst people that practice Roman Catholicism. Again, it's not saying that, and I'm not trying to to suggest that Roman those who are Roman Catholics or claim to be Roman Catholics practice witchcraft, but it is interesting to find that in many circles of witchcraft, they too are practicing Roman Catholicism. I don't know if there's any, any link to it um, as to why they do that, but what I've seen as, as a theme has been the, you know, the lighting of candles to specific saints and praying to different uh, spirits and, and practicing certain spells and, and doing these kinds of things, rituals that are not in scripture, that are, that are, pursuing things outside of Jesus and that's very disturbing because when we look at Hebrews chapter 10 verse 19 and you look at the book of Hebrews in general the book of Hebrews focuses emphasis on the fact that Jesus is supreme over everything he is he is seated at the right hand of God the father calls Jesus God he says God your God is exalting you know he he's giving him this place of equality and allowing him to sit at his right hand again giving him this sense of equality where the seraphs are flying around the throne singing holy 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 is the lord god almighty where jesus is included in that showing the 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 trinitarian uh, uh doctrine of of god anyway so you see the supremacy of Christ and Jesus is greater than the angels. Jesus is greater than any other spirit. He's greater than us. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. His kingdom will have no end. He is the creator for whom, by whom, and through whom all things were created. This is Jesus. And when Jesus is addressing the Pharisees and the Sadducees in the New Testament, he says, he says, before Abraham was, 
That means before Abraham existed, the Abraham that we read about in the Old Testament, Jesus is saying, I am. He gave, he put on himself a name or a title that only belonged to God. And they knew exactly what he meant when he said that. And they tore their clothes and that like, blasphemy. This guy's blasphemy. He's putting himself in equality with God. But when we look at Philippians, Paul breaks it down lovely where he says, although, although, uh, he was equal to God. He didn't claim that equality, but instead he, he humbled himself, became a servant. He put on human flesh to accomplish a specific work that was required, namely salvation, the sacrifice, the, the living the sinless life, putting himself as the atoning sacrifice, uh, uh, death, resurrection ascension into heaven and now ruling from heaven it's his understanding that jesus is supreme and when we look at hebrews chapter 10 verse 19 it says therefore brothers since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of jesus by the new and living way that he opened for us through the curtain that is through his flesh and since we have a great priest over the house of god let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water let us hold fast to this confession and and essentially uh in verse 35 as you continue to scroll down it says therefore do not throw away your confidence which has a great reward for you have the need of endurance so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what is promised for you. There's a sense and there's this idea that we can enter in the holy place because Jesus has provided that way and that all obstacles, all requests that we have go through Jesus because he is there's no further statement. He is. So when we start to see there's practices outside of that, where there's worshiping of angels, where there's summoning of, of guardian angels. We'll talk about that in a second when we look at Alistair Crowley. The summoning of guardian angels and worship of guardian angels, worshiping of, of saints, yeah, creation. Um, you know, Romans addresses that clearly. It said, although they knew God, they did not worship him, but they worshiped the created thing. No, 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 no. We worship Jesus. Jesus is creator, and it's very clear in Scripture. Again, uh, that he, in him, uh, all creation was made. It was, it, was, it was by him, for him, and through him, there's all creation. So the purpose of our existence is found in Jesus. It's found in the person of Jesus. So the fact that he came and lived a sinless life he died uh the substitutionary death and he resurrected for the purposes of fulfilling the law and to call people into his own in spite of the fact that we were enemies of god i mean this is this is the essence of the gospel and there's no need now to go through any other avenue study astron astrology astronomy is different you study the stars you study the patterns you get to know the universe okay great and, and there's some crazy things I started learning about that. But anyway, um, which are interesting, not bad. Uh, but, you know, astrology and, uh, and and the witchcraft and Satanism, all this stuff. And, and we try to combine the things where it's like, well, Jesus is great. You know, we need more Jesus and we pray to Jesus. But we also do this ritual because we want to tap into witchcraft and we want other power. And the verse is clear in, in Hebrews uh, and throughout Hebrews, the theme of Hebrews in which we enter boldly before the, the, the throne of God. We can enter boldly because of Jesus. And that's beautiful news. That's great news. That we can enter boldly to the throne of God himself. Directly into the throne. And you discussing um, about entering of spirits. I want to read a quote from what we talked about earlier this is from an ex-witch this is something i experienced as well um when i practiced the occult and witchcraft and this is something i can testify as to myself as well uh, and this is how it follows 
This is from uh, X Witch called Bethany. This is someone from the forums I used to talk to a lot. But I love what she said about the topic. Um, it goes like, when each time they do witchcraft, they are inviting in demon spirits. Each spirit brings something in with it to connect them within your person. This could be a false belief or sickness or addiction, etc. More importantly, it causes you to feel that you have tapped to a power that you already have. The power of the demonic. You feel the power in the same way or another. It may be a high, a surge, a force, or quote-unquote awakening. So the person wants to delve deeper and deeper the more they get into the witchcraft practice to reach a higher level of this power which they have experienced. And that's crazy. I mean, we just recently talked about, uh, or Mike mentioned Aleister Crowley. This is something that we were going to go into further because just with his teachings, LFS Levi, all that, this what we have today as a culture as a whole has been shaped dramatically because of this one man and all the the studies and everything that we don't really see behind the scenes that Satan's actually using so we have Aleister Crowley Aleister Crowley was an influential English occultist he was a hedonist he was a mountaineer around 1874 or 1875 until 1947 those of you who read about him or might have a chance to read about him on Wikipedia will see that he was not only an occultist he was a well-known writer he was an influential man. He was a speaker to many events, even though in France they named him the or he named himself the Antichrist. And he associated or changed his name so that numero uh, through numerology, it can equate to that value of 666. He was known as the most feared man or the most dangerous man around that time, not knowing that even though not a lot of people knew about him during that time he was influencing a lot of people he was influencing people in the government he was a cia operative as well as helping the germans and the british intelligence as well he influenced people such as the beatles jimmy page osby osborne jay-z a lot more people we have uh, madonna who now studies or she quotes it literally on any media uh, outlet she says that she studies the kabbalah she was influenced by elifus levi and Aleister crowley and such uh, keep going on yeah the he's a fascinating individual not not in a way that i'm you know will follow him but just fascinating the fact that this person had so much influence in culture and yet he's not pronounced publicly Yep. And, and and the small time that that he was and people became aware of him a few years ago, it, it kind of dissipated very quickly and his name didn't become as popular and it was kind of suppressed um, because, again, it, the teaching of tapping into these spirits, doing rituals and, um, you know, whatever was necessary in order to obtain a certain sense of power and he was a smart dude he studied at cambridge um, according to um, according to to the source that i'm reading uh, he studied at cambridge uh, he entered the moral science uh, tripos at trinity college where he studied philosophy and then later became an english major um, he wrote over 100 pages of poems and uh mainly erotic poems and uh so very talented man tapped in tapped into his uh into the creative part of himself knew how to speak to people uh, he he was uh very much obsessed with sexuality and different sexual orientations now something a lot of people don't know about that as well is that he helped form or help uh push the the gay agenda like the the bi because he himself was bi he believed like you said a lot of sexuality so he would practice what you would call sexual magic during his witchcraft uh, or occultic days and he would you would hear him accounts he would uh just touch other men in his circles the golden dawn the oto at the yeah. time and a lot of people don't know that like mike was saying this man behind the scenes was yet doing so much and people were following following his teachings but yet not knowing who exactly who was giving that direction right and 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 the things that he was doing in the background was in pursuit of 
obtaining this power and this ability to influence people to look to look at people to speak profoundly um and uh you know he had he had what he believed uh, to be a guardian angel that was guiding him um and i think it was a, the angel angel from that revealed which which opened him up to egyptian yes egyptian right? studies right. which uh the angel or the entity at the time was called awas uh-huh and the entity came through his wife at the time when they were studying in egypt because he wanted to learn more about egyptian or you know jewish studies at the time jewish mysticism so he ended up taking a lot of drugs um not to be the bearer of bad news or anything but he started taking a lot of drugs and his wife as well and then during that time the entity came into his wife and talked to him and that's how he discovered about awas and awas helped him form what is now known as his religion which is called the lima which is stemming from what we have now where he says do what thou will shall be the whole of the wall i mean the whole of the law which is literally do what thou or do whatever you want right which is something we see proficiently nowadays yeah do with thy will the jay-z had the shirt that was uh that stirred up some media and some attention that it was is it, it, a clear rock rock aware shirt it was just yep. do what thy will and it's just blatant like Jay-Z, yo this Mark is the Echo. dude yeah this is the dude that we follow and um and you know it's 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 a reality that we can't escape you know he he was influential in not only pushing what g was talking about but also the the sexual revolution uh his teachings and he spawned and i think in within within his teachings said is necessary for this to happen and you have to tap into the young people because the young people are influential they're strong so we got to tap into the young people and we need to spawn this sexual revolution because it's through through this through sex through the sexual perversions that are outside of the way god designed for us to have sex and for us to engage in sexual activity through sexual perversion um is how this power comes into play where these entities these spirits uh, start to manifest themselves and you see that when you look at even scripture you see what was happening in the old testament prior to the noah's flood and that and you see it uh uh you see it later on when we sodom you know sodom and gomorrah we see when you know when that happened um but you see it also uh, reoccur when uh in romans where where paul's addressing it and says you know uh, they're they're doing all kinds of practices including uh, homosexuality and 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 pushing that agenda and and involving in any culture that has that perversion in place it is no surprise that the god of the universe the, the he's he's second place he's third place he's fourth place he's he's hated he's 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 not worshiped in that culture in that society in that place um and and this man alistair crawley is a is a a key influencer to our culture and the cultures at large for pushing that drug revolution the sex revolution that we saw in the 50s 60s and 70s and the impact of that is definitely felt today and we see it we see the confusion we see um it's it's crazy and also touching upon some of the things he did not only in those aspects but also what a lot of people don't know is nasa would not exist today if it was not for this man we have uh his apprentice which was called jack parson during the time which became an apprentice of alistair crowley and during the early eras of rockets or rocket engineering they wanted to open a bridgeway into the heavens they called it so that was the direction of awas that they can reach the heavens or find a gateway to the heavens so what they did is they had a couple of tests with jack parsons and what was now known as ron l hubbard which is the creator of scientology which was also influenced by some of the teachings of crowley which he left on and he also would mention that he was friends with crowley and that they were best buddies even though alistair crowley always debated that they weren't anyway keep going on we have jack parson and jack parson because of everything he was doing under the teachings of alistair crowley 
started doing everything necessary to now what we have, which is NASA. All the studies of rocket ships, all the space flights and everything like that as well. And then even to touch upon some things some people don't know that you'll never see in the history books, but you might find in the library, is early televisions. If it was not for Alistair Crowley and some of his apprentices as well, we would not have the modern day television, which was back in the days, the cathode ray tube was used essentially to communicate with spirits. That's the primary use they had. But they found out during time that they could use it as communications. So that grew then to an outlet that you can have four to five channels. And when they called it channels, it was literally your channeling spirits. Son. And a lot of people don't know this. They just flipping through a hundred channels. Yep. Ooh. That's why they call it the television or the tube was a medium. It was a tube, meaning a portal that you can get information or get a spirit to come into you. So they used that means and started moving into propaganda and stuff like that. I just looked up that Jack Parsons and yo, legit. Oof. That's crazy. But we're not, we touched upon it briefly during the beginning of this podcast, even though. Uh, we see the connection of the development of science inside witchcraft. We're not saying in any way that science is against everything of God or anything of God. God and science coexist together. Now, essentially, we have the early science, which was alchemy at the time, observation, investigation, spiritual constitution of life, matter, and material existence. We have astrology, operation of the stars. We have theology, which is the operation of the gods, which is when they differentiate between the two types of magic in witchcraft. And you see all these cults and you see all these um, orders or societies using these practices. But we see as well that with science, science explains the how things happened. So we have how the earth is round or how the earth orbits around the sun yet through all this we could see god's work within the creation not saying that in any way that science is witchcraft just so everyone gets a clear picture yeah the 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 study of is is exactly that's the study of now the pursuits within that study and the devotion and and the and the and the taking to is what the evil part is mm -hmm. is you know as we're studying the stars and it's not just for the purposes of studying the stars and getting to know more about what god created now it's with the intent of getting a portal to discover a new dimension like now that now you just took it to a whole different place yep. one is looking at it to say well we're going to use the things that god created in order to learn more about god's creation and in the process of doing so, we're going to learn about systems. We're going to learn about processes. We're going to learn about, um, you know, material. We're going to learn about so many things. It's going to explain so much about w how we got here or how we function and, and all of that. But then you get to this place where you're like, um, yeah, I'm going to use that talent and I'm going to use that information to do this, to disprove or to um hate on or to counter the there's always the intent behind it and that intent is what will pervert what should be good can pervert something just like anything else just like food food is good but we've made we've perverted food in such a way in order to make profit and we do shortcuts which is what has led to many diseases and many issues that we have in our health right now because we've made shortcuts in our diets mm -hmm. and we've perverted what is good in order to pursue an evil intention, which would be for greed or for, for pride or, or any, any of, the, of the other things. So that's where witchcraft can navigate its way through because we will, you can use uh, witchcraft in order to, to have you know, the things that you want. Now, on the flip side, like we just talked about in the beginning, it can work the other way as well. If your intent is, intention is bad or it is evil, it doesn't mean that God can't use that in its current form to shine light on himself. And going back to 
because we can talk about Alistair Crowley all day, every day. We can talk about his apprentices. But what we have to take in focus is the spirit that contacted him. Just like we talked about in previous episodes, we always have to be cautious when we hear something or someone say, I was told by a certain someone or entity. Because then you have very trivial things that have to be taken in account for. And just like a scripture talks about in Ephesians 6.12, for we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. We have to remember that there was a fall. A third of the angels fell. And those spirits that you see, or not see really, but they are influencing man in such ways, in command of Satan, the one that fell, because he wants to be God and they follow under his rule. So he will like throwing these things at you saying, oh, you could do this, you could do that, but do it my way. Not the way of God's, because then it's going to be a complete opposite of what I want you to do. But in the end, he wants us to fall under judgment because just as it is written in scripture, God has already won. Like, it's done. When Jesus died on that cross, it was finished. Like, it's finished. Yeah, you have those images that people put up, like Jesus arm wrestling with Satan. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not, doesn't, that's not even close. Like, what yep. are you talking about? Jesus created everything by whom, for whom, and through whom all things were created. Uh, Satan is a created being who is not anywhere in comparison with Jesus. Like there's no there's no realm of comparison, there's no wrestling arm wrestling. Jesus has paid for it all, and so the victory's won. He's sitting at the right hand of God. Satan can't do it. Like it doesn't make sense when you see those photos. Clearly, the individual who either made it or is reposting it doesn't get it. Yep. And it's it's not to to hit that person or, or condemn that person. But, man, you need an awakening because you clearly don't know who Jesus is. And just to keep in mind, we wrestle against evil spirits. Like, evil spirits. They're all around us. Just like we were saying in the last episode, witchcraft has affected everything from the media to music you listen to to the things you hear in schools even sometimes. Some of the rituals or whatever. But... It's something that scripture always tells us to test the spirit. Always be aware of what you're listening to. If you're going to take it in, always keep it or try to compare it with the word of God. And truly, if it's not part of the word, rebuke it. Like rebuke it, flee from it. Witchcraft is tempting. Coming from me as a testimony or any other witch that or ex-witches, I should say, that practice it. Once you're in at least a little bit you get trapped fast like one of the common things that i keep seeing nowadays is uh people saying or something my friend posted which was being able to control dreams lucid dreaming they have this machine now that you could just put it on and control dreams or they have the the new vrs where you could just put it in and escape reality that's giving in a sense that you can transcend to another realm or another way to go into like escaping this reality in itself so it's always you trying to go or ascend but yet that is a very dangerous thing i'm not saying any like vr is bad like i've i've enjoyed a roller coaster ride before it was fun i've gone to the spider-man ride like twenty thousand times <laughs> forty thousand times dude <laughs> but it's saying always be mindful of the things that you surround yourself with gotta because be. it does affect you gotta be it's 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 you know, I think when we think about entertainment mm -hmm. and we think of amusement, uh, amusement, entertainment is, is a diversion. Yep. It is it is to throw you off course. It's to mm -hmm. occupy your mind with something else. And if you're not aware, if you're not alert, if knowing that this life is a battle, it's a war and we're not ready, we're not on alert, then very easily we can be attacked See, and, and cut up yeah and matthew 6 22 says the eye jesus speaking uh, the eye is the lamp of the body you draw light into your body through your eyes and light shines out 
to the world through your eyes. So if your eye is well and shows you what is true, then your whole body will be filled with light. You know, and that's uh, that's one version um, uh, of the scripture. I'm trying to find the ESV uh, version of how he puts it, but um, but essentially, you know, the, the if your eye is bad, your whole body is bad. If if what you see, what you allow into you, is of that if it's evil if it's if it's uh misleading if if the me- you know with the message alone if you close your eyes and you listen to the message it should be clear but with the with the visuals it's it just adds another layer adds another layer gets deeper and deeper and deeper into your soul into your heart into your being and it's embedded in you to the place where as i talked a lot about last week if you're a believer, you find yourself in, in uh, amongst other believers not being convicted by your sin. You find yourself in a place where you can't worship God, regardless of your atmosphere. If you're, you know, if you're kind of like me, you're a little more in, in, in introspective and you're a little more introvert. And if you're in a church service and they're they're playing worship music and everyone's worshiping together, you might not necessarily raise your hands and you might not necessarily get all caught up in the music. Because that's not necessarily a sign that you're worshiping God, but uh, if you can't if you can't praise Him, if you can't thank Him, if you're not thinking of Him, and if you can't put on songs to worship Him, then you might be trapped. You know what I'm saying? Like you might be in a place where you've allowed your eye to be bad, you allowed your your soul to be contaminated, and just need to repent and just run away from all that cut it out cut it off run away so you get back to that place where you have that 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 relationship with god and not have a relationship with these evil spirits and it's it's disturbing that many people that i have interacted with over the years know this and they still do it we still don't care and we still want to pursue these spirit entities we watch certain things that that allow that and it's you know an angel of god is going to provide you revelation for the worship of god not the worship of themselves to say yeah i gave you that power pursue me light a candle to me bow down and worship me you see in scripture none of that's true in scripture is like no 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 the angel's like no no don't worship me no 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 i'm not i'm not to be worshiped i will be judged one day okay so uh, don't worship me you worship the one who is worthy. Um, you know, Hebrews 4, and this was one of the verses I was trying to look for earlier. Hebrews 4, 16, it says, Let us therefore come boldly before the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. If we need help, we need wisdom, we need guidance, we need assurance, who better than to go to directly to the throne of God? Like, if I can go to the throne of a king and ask the king directly. So, you know, in spite of who's occupying presidency right now, whether you agree or disagree, the office of presidency. If you had an opportunity to go directly to the president to make your request known whenever you wanted to, why in the world would you talk to the doorman? Why in the world would you talk to the guy sweeping the streets? As far as your request is concerned, why in the world would you ask for something from anything else? And when I talk, when I say those things, I'm, I'm talking from the spiritual aspect. Why in the world would you s- want to pursue after angels? You know there are angels present, and you know uh, God has sent ministering angels to minister over you to 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 fight uh, the 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 spiritual warfare that we can't see on our behalf we, we know these things but to seek after those entities knowing that it is god that we can come boldly before the throne of grace because of the blood of jesus why would i go anywhere else he's the king he's the one who gives the orders he's not too busy he's not like us who are like oh, i don't have time talk to my secretary no there's no such thing that's not god god is everything he's like come to me i know you yeah I'm all powerful. Come to me. Talk to me directly. I got you. Let's let's do this. Uh, we're we're so confused. We're so deviated. We're so easily influenced. I think that's the issue, is that 
we're so easily influenced because of our sinful state. And I mean, I suffer with depression, so and depression and anxiety a lot. Um, this is something that Tozer also uh, discussed various times, but something that he explained in one of his books that uh, really helped me out to get out of that state was him saying that when Christ died, he said that he was going to send us someone to be with us at all times, which was the spirit. So literally, you could just close your eyes, you can just be wherever you are and just pray, and God is literally right there so you're never alone like at all at all times he's always there with you guiding you watching over you everything like that you're going through you do not have to go through it alone and he also sends people to help us that's why you go and embrace your local church or embrace your uh family friends people that can help you out that are within the faith because you always have to be careful some people can say oh just do what's good for you They'll always say that. Just do what's good for you. I'm going to do me. I'm going to do me. Exactly. And they relinquish their nature, which is love, which is the characteristics that we have because of God. So it's all ego. It's stuff we talked about previously. It's all rituals. So you'll just get up in the morning. You'll go to work. You'll focus on the money. And then you're just doing basic witchcraft right there. You're just following your set schedule so that you can transcend your usual state that you are in right now. So now you're always depressed because you failed. And that's something that's always continuously going on, but yet God is there with you. Ties into the discussion that we had about idols a couple episodes back. Same same premise that, that in idolatry, um, we're, we're occupied by idolatry. And so we, you know, we, we fall into these places because of that and it's it's not a it's not a place for condemnation you know i wrestled a lot with and i continue to wrestle with different aspects of idolatry i think john calvin we, we quoted him before says the the human heart is an idol factory this is what we produce <laughs> we produce idolatry within ourselves we can't be surprised when when we don't have any other way so um so, so yeah, just to wrap up, you know, uh, uh, God is all sufficient and he made himself known in physical appearance through the person of Jesus Christ. And when Jesus came into human history, check out our previous episodes when we talk about Jesus, who he is in reality, in human history, the evidence for him in human history, when he physically came into the world and when he uh, died the death, the substitutionary atonement that was necessary for us to have relationship with God himself. Uh, he was uh, a propitiation for sin, meaning all the wrath and hatred and anger that God has against us as sinners because we've broken his law, we've became his enemies, we, we made ourselves his enemies. Uh, he took it out. He had to, somebody had to pay for it. Somebody had to pay the penalty. And so he put that on his son. He put that on Jesus. And Jesus willingly went to the cross. He didn't grudgingly go to the cross. He didn't, he didn't draw straws and he ended up being the person going on the cross. He didn't commit suicide. He willingly went to the cross for the purposes of fulfilling the law and in, in saying that there need, there's a penalty that is to be paid should you break the law. And so he paid it. He paid it with his life. He resurrected. Um, and now he ascended into heaven. He is sitting on the throne, interceding on our behalf, giving us the promise that the Holy Spirit, his spirit, the spirit of God, it's all interconnected, is with us, those who believe, because the Holy Spirit is revealing God to us. The Holy Spirit is protecting us. The Holy Spirit is guiding us. That even as, as things happen in our lives, he is present, making all things work for good for those who love him. And so I encourage you, get out of that bondage of witchcraft. Get out of that circle in which you're, you're practicing these rituals, daily rituals, when you're listening to all this advice of people and you know becoming a, a stoic and being this and that, you know get off of that 
get off of that. Get on to Christ and know who he is and what is expected of us. And, uh, and repent of sin. Repent of sin knowing that we have... We, have, we made ourselves enemies and only could be paid for by the blood of Jesus. So, uh, you know, my prayer is that we would be more self-aware. We would be more aware of the, the activities and the things around us. And that we would uh, ultimately uh, run away from uh, those things that are displeasing to God and that are evil in their intention. And that we would run to God uh, as our only source. So... Um, so that's it. That's that's our episode. I think we closed out witchcraft. Uh, if you want to hear anything else about it, hit us up proofbeyondreason at gmail.com. Facebook. Now we got our Instagram. Instagram. What's our Instagram uh, thing? Proofbeyondreason. That's it. Same thing. So so get on that tag. Get uh, get connected with us, and uh, and and we want to hear from you. We want to know is this impacting your life. Uh, do you have concerns? Do you have questions? Do you need to be led in a specific direction? That's what we're here for. We're real people. Yep. We want to hear from you um, and uh, we want to help you out. So once again, shout out to our sponsors, Matthew Movement. Where would you believe? Check out the website, MatthewMovement.com. And, uh, and we hope to hear from you. So signing out is, is uh, Mike the Baptist Geology. We love you guys. All right. Have a good one. Peace.